Ebb and flow inspires persistence and determination during the rhythmical patterns of decline and regrowth in life. Each episode, I bring on an inspiring and influential voices who are here to help us stand strong and walk through the ebb moments of life and propel us to the peak of our health, physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually, so we can live our life in the flow, individually and collectively. This includes strategies, habits, routines, focus tricks, questions, and much more that we can use to live our life in the best way in order to maximize our service to others. Thanks for joining me today. I hope you're as excited for the Ebb and Flow podcast as I am, but to make sure you don't miss any episodes, subscribe now on any stream, check out YouTube, or visit SolomonEzra.com to learn more. This episode is from a virtual speech I gave on Sunday, April 26th. Prior to sharing the three ways to foster your life experience, I dive into what the words fostering and experience mean for models of understanding as to why these three ways benefit improving one's experiences. At the end of the speech, I guided the audience through a meditation. The audio for the meditation is on the following episode by itself. Thank you for listening. everyone to our adult education virtual event. We wish we could have done this in person, but obviously we can't right now. But we're so happy to have Solomon Berezin here with us. Solomon is a certified transformational nutritional coach. And I think what he has to say today is very timely due to our pandemic that we're going through right now. So thank you, Solomon, for doing this. And I'll turn it over to Solomon. Awesome. Thank you very much. And for anyone that will join in, we'll either catch them up or they can ask questions. Um, I think we'll keep everyone muted. Um, and if you have a question though, either turn your video on and like wave at me or you can just unmute it. Otherwise we'll keep questions for the end. So um, I'd like to start really first out kind of explain uh, the structure and where the journey in a sense of our conversation, where we'll start and where we'll go. So you can really get a better idea of these three ways uh, to help foster, to foster your life experience. Um, and I'll start with what my, my background in is, how I really um, shifted the direction of where I wanted to go uh, in my life and what led me to really dive more into understanding more about health and uh, mindset and psychology and um, spirituality and all the all that gamut of stuff. And so the background uh, that I studied is Institute of Transformational Nutrition. And beyond just studying maybe nutrition uh, and how the foods that we eat interact in our body, which is also very important and we'll touch on the end, we have to understand that that on one, cent, on one level is a... Um, can be also looked at as just a surface level treatment, not the actual core of, of helping shift a mindset and, and changing a whole outlook and perspective on life. And that's really what the certification covers. It's, it redefines nutrition as what feeds you not only physically, but mentally and emotionally and spiritually. And what really got me into it that eventually led me to that um, certification 
was when I was considering going back to um, to graduate school and playing a, a final year of basketball, I was really considering what was it about basketball that I loved so much. And beyond just the dribbling of the ball, shooting the basket, playing, passing to the teammates, there's something more, something deeper that I that I really felt called to. And what that what kept pop, popping up, the more and more I um, meditated in a sense on it and contemplated on it was this idea of this state of flow and to explain that I'll share also a story that I recently heard this week uh, from a good friend and a piano teacher Um, has anyone heard of Wynton Marsalis perhaps maybe yeah (laughs) Rabbi (laughs) well I really wasn't um, too up to knowledge with jazz players, but he's very one of the best jazz players of all time. And he was performing at this concert in 2002. And he was um, showcasing this ballad of this song called I Don't Stand a Chance with You. And everybody was there listening and he was playing so wonderfully and how he, he, he drastically... Um, wrenches the creative expression and when he gets to the finally reaches the climax and he gets to the final part of the song the I don't stand a ghost of a chance and then right as he's about to finish somebody's phone goes off and the ringtone just the room fell silent and it, it actually caused him to stop playing the person whose phone went out like quickly ran out of the hallway and like everybody see everybody started talking again it's like almost the concert is ruined and at that moment Wynton Marsalis himself could have got up stormed out of the room or done something else but what he did instead is he paused he he looked around and he started playing the beat of the cell phone on his trumpet and then slowly as like people were still chattering, but they slowly brought their attention back and he like reversed kind of like a detour in a sense. And he like used that as a way to return back to where he was and finish the song with you. And the teacher was telling me and I looked later looked up on an article that the ovation is just, I mean, the ovation was tremendous. And even more so than if he were to play, you know, perfectly from beginning to end. It's like you can't imagine or anticipate something like this. And the uh, events like these arise throughout our life daily, many, many times a day, from I would say the morning of our life, uh, the morning of our day, to when we go to bed. Now, that's really what the f- the flow state that I feel is such a drawn and feel that we and believe that we all are moving towards a time when we can really live in that every single one of us and as a collective. Now, take that to really understand why why is the title of the conversation three ways to um, foster your life experience? It's not I didn't title it three ways to make your life better or three ways to improve your life. So I really want to dive into a little bit about your experience, what experience means and what foster means, so that 
we can shine a perhaps a new perspective on what these three ways I'll get to uh, towards the end, how they can benefit um, your your experience of of life, which now as I'll dive into experience, what <laughs> we have, like I was saying, these different situations uh, that arise daily or that we put ourselves into that there's a, an event and then we have our response and we have an outcome. You can even look at it. I was reading in a book by Jack Canfield it, as a, an equation E plus R equals O event plus response equals outcome. And <laughs> what that really cons consists of, if you look into experience, I think that really dives into, well, it depends on our personality. And our personality, you can break down, as I read from a great uh, neuroscientist uh, and great teacher, uh, worldwide teacher, I don't really know how to uh, describe him, he does many things, but he's also a best time selling author, uh, Dr. Joe Dispenza, your personality really creates your personal reality. And that consists of your thoughts, feelings, and actions. How you think, how you act, and how you feel. And so our experience, based on something, let's say um, somebody, somebody cuts us off on the way to work. It's, it's easy, our thoughts can arise, oh, that person is a jerk, or that person is doing this. And, um, and, and, and interrupting my, my flow of the day. And we can begin to arise in uh, thoughts that develop anger, feelings of anger, and actions that then lead us to driving, you know, with our hands grasp, grasp, uh, grasped so tightly around our wheel that, you know, that whole time you're so aroused. Now, stress to point out that that kind of stress on a short term isn't a bad thing at all. Even, even uh, you know, preparing for a speech like this, there's, there's a level of uh, s stress, but it's more of like a pressure. It's a good thing. And you can change the, the thoughts and the feelings you have around it. So it's rather than fearing uh, the unknown, as many of us have experiences with, how, like we're also going through right now, or experiencing right now, we don't exactly know when we're going to, uh, I don't want to say the word return, because it's more so like we're in a new uh, state, but to, to, to go to um, where, the, where businesses are working again, and we can go to restaurants and see people. <clears throat> and, excuse me, and and from there we can really we can either have a fear and really kind of worry when is everything going to go back or we can really be curious what more can i learn from this when is this going to uh um you know end when when are we going to um join with people again immerse and hug each other and you know all the different things that your imagination and my imagination can up can come up with as far as the activities we'll get to. <clears throat> and I would say that really encompasses our experience because it's really how you're perceiving 
that experience that you're you're having and a lot of that also depends on models of understanding there's this wonderful talk from uh on the um from mind valley it's a company that really transforms ed education and where where they meaning they teach not just things we might learn in school but how to um improve you know your fitness as well as your uh mental state and uh learning things such as meditation or even new ways to approach finances there's a whole uh, vast array of things that they'll teach and and teaching it in uh unfamiliar new ways and <laughs> it now i want to dive into really models of understanding <laughs> to understand how we can shift and expand our experience in these different um situations throughout life and what that means is we have a certain level of understanding of how we think the world works and whether it's how we get a job how we get a relationship how we make decisions how we lose weight how we improve our health overall um so if if somebody were to mention you know i'd really like to lose 10 pounds in you know a month a very very reasonable goal very reasonable i'd say actually and they think i just got to go work out but that's the only their only focus is very convergent on that one possibility which will help however we really need to look at various other aspects of one's life that will probably not only help lose that ten, uh, 10 pounds but your whole you know you'll feel better you'll you'll show up in your relationships better you'll perform better at work that's all com um congruent with this idea of the flow so then when something happens like the same kind of god forbid car accident or some from that degree of um higher degree of something unfortunate that arises to something perhaps a little inconvenient like a flight getting delayed or showing up late to work the response to it is a lot more calm a lot more trusting and surrendering surrendering and and really having a belief that you know what things will usually things usually work out better than i'd imagine and that's something we can also apply towards this experience that we're going through now and back to the example with losing weight um there's also other approaches to make it more of a divergent focus you can see that perhaps adding um things that I'll mention um towards the end such as meditation how to decrease stress what kind of food am i putting in my body how am i moving um throughout the day um how are my relationships those are just a few of many other ways that can actually help benefit and benefits one life and decrease weight the i would say that the the goal of losing weight would actually become a side effect or a a side bonus of just improve improving one's overall 
outlook and perspective and experience of life. <laughs> now, as we're getting close to about uh, 20 minutes or so, all that I would say is cumulative and really sets a foundation to be able to understand why, to understand the, these three ways. And these three ways that I'd like to explain are tools of transcendence, which is number one I'll get to. And I call tools of transcendence to really um, dive in. It will, the majority of the conversation will be a little bit about meditation. However, there's other kind of tools in there that I'll, I'll mention briefly. And the second, one, the second way would be mindset. So it's really the behavioral psychology, the kind of the mental models and creating an alternate reality, alternate reality, an alternate story of an event that arose and, and just shifting your mind to perceive it a different way, which will have drastic effects, uh, if not immediately, uh, in a short amount of time on your overall um, state of being and health. And then, of course, physical physical health, such as uh, tips like fasting and why, what, what the benefits from fasting are and different food and looking at and having a different perspective on food and different types of food that actually can compound the, um, the, the effect from these other um, ways. I like to see it kind of as each way as a note but when you press all three it really makes a chord and it really adds um, benefit and and music and, and more um, not melody but uh, um, what's the word the, um, the melody and the 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 words not coming from me but the kind of adds the oomph part of it the accompaniment the accompaniment thank you and all of them together, it really stacks on the odds to then improve overall the, this and foster this life experience. So what I'll dive into first is these tools of transcendence and really meditation. And, and it's also going to be really kind of in order on how to um, really approach the day. So it's like the first thing I'll do in the morning after drinking some water is sit down and do a meditation. And there are various types of meditation, and that's why I call it a tool. Some a tool. We have various tools in the toolbox. You don't grab the same one every day. Maybe you can work on one to help um, improve a certain aspect or to 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 nail uh, in wood. <laughs> but overall, there's these different tools that benefit life as a as a whole. And <clears throat> the reason meditation really benefits with or really complements and supports, you know, making these behavioral psychological changes and, and perceiving life differently, being able to change the perspective on how you respond to an event is because if you're doing the first thing in the morning or sometime throughout the day, in meditation, you're, you're closing your eyes, you're either listening to something or you're not, or you're doing it in the quiet or the silence. And 
it's really the reason it works is because it's closing out sensory information, other other internal or external information coming in. Because at any given moment, you have information, whether it's coming in through your senses of your eyes, your touch, your ears, you know, your dog barking, your outside walking or various things or the television on uh, our sensations. All of that is is coming in and receiving. And there's there's billions of potentials that you could be paying attention to at, at any given moment. So by by closing our eyes and focusing really internally on and 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 paying attention as we'll get to in the meditation on the thoughts that may arise and where they're coming from and the sensations that arise on on the body that over time we begin to um to notice patterns that are where our thoughts may come from if you look at it like on a, a a large a tree trunk which is our self and then we have these different branches that lead off to mini branches and leaves and we have these different leaves that arrives arise every day but some but they may be attached to other kind of uh, smaller branches and larger branches and ultimately down to the core or to the root in order to really trace where does that thought come from? Why am I, why, why is my reaction almost instantly when somebody knocks me off balance? That's, that's a very uh, victim uh, mindset, by the way. But when something arises that way that seems to push me out of my direction, uh, why is my instant reaction so, oh, I just want to push him or fight him? So with the meditation, it really slows things down. You're taking time out of your day to really just pause, kind of like what we're experiencing here again in this whole um, global epidemic. And you're pausing and you're not entertaining any thoughts that arise. Sure, you can here and there and see because lots of times ideas may come up, good idea, pleasant ideas, unpleasant thoughts that arise and but what we're simply doing is like watching clouds or watching cars come by on the street you're just noticing it and it's and allowing it to simply pass away and over time or over practice you'll one begins to notice uh, a pattern like i mentioned earlier to be able to now then change the the equation inside of that uh, that that root or that cell to then respond differently to situations and just overall change or tr- foster the experience to be more to be more calm to be more ready to to serve others to help oneself which is essentially if you believe that we're all one in unit in one unity you're it's the same thing and there's also you know, tons of research, tons of benefits that I could touch upon with meditation. Um, but I really wanted to shine more on why I believe that works. And another big tool, I would say that is a, that complements meditation for myself is is journaling. And there's various ways you can journal as well to, uh, it seems 
journaling can get a little or can be a little um, intimidating just looking at a blank page or writing something out and it can be challenging to, uh, to, to put a pen down and just write whatever's in, in one's head. But it helps with noticing certain thoughts that, pres uh, that uh, are, um, then manifest on the body or give, uh, give me a sense of uh, feeling that makes me want to clench up or makes someone feel anxious. I can put it on paper and see it for what it is and then really start to question, now is that true? for uh, whatever that thought is. And for example, you know, I, I'm, I'm scared to write, I'm scared to give this uh, speech. Now I can, if I put it onto paper, then I can really start to question and get out of the analytical mind to, to really reach, reframe that perspective. And at the end, if you have questions, I'd love to, um, to share many different recommendations depending on you know beginner level intermediate advanced what kind of meditations uh or even journaling to to look more into then the the second way I'd really like to touch on is is this idea of mindset and mindset includes kind of like the placebo many people you may have heard several times a lot of this uh, information is becoming very prevalent these days and I really want to shine a light on also with making decisions and having this change in mindset that's also a big um, benefit from part of meditation meditation is looking at how to make decisions different in in different ways be open to, to different ways to solve a situation. There's this wonderful book uh, I, I read by Pam Grote, uh, E Squared. It's a very phenomenal, it's a phenomenal, uh, simple read that really dives more into uh, meditation and uh, intentions and different uh, information like that, that really explains, you know, what our conscious brain, what our mind, was designed for. And if we also look into evolutionary psychology, which I won't touch on too much right now, uh, you know, what parts of the brain were developed first and what's only now becoming beginning to or starting to relatively uh, speaking, become more um, to arise more in our in our awareness. And the conscious mind was really designed for for two things to identify problems and to formulate goals, as she mentions. And a lot of us, we, we have this, this whether for, for different situations and different people, different um, things that we begin to think so much. Uh, how do I solve it this way or this way? Or, you know, we begin to overanalyze things. And by by shifting this mindset, we can you know, as she also mentions in the book, stop, it's like mowing the lawn with toenail clippers, <laughs> rather than use it for what it's actually used for, put it back in the medicine cabinet and grab, find a new tool, up, update, or um, improve, encourage the growth of other ways that will help improve the if, if, um, effect of of whatever whatever you're trying to solve 
whatever the situation are. And part of mindset and like the um, placebo effect is really understanding that how much of an of a an influence that it really has on on shifting on 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 belief there's also a very phenomenal book called um uh it's what well, the the name isn't coming to me but it's uh the 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 biology of belief by dr bruce lipton Ex excellent uh book that really dives into what beliefs are and on the cellular level he's a cellular cellular biologist and by by they there are also various studies about um where they would have patients where they would some some patients they would have like similar injuries like think something in the knee or on the leg and they would put into different uh, groups on one group they would perform a surgery and on another group they would put the under, uh, the group under anesthesia but they wouldn't actually perform the surgery however at the end they would show both groups a video of them here's you getting this surgery uh, etc and the effects were miraculous in the sense that both the groups the the group that actually got the surgery did well and began walking and then the the other group actually had the similar if not the same um recovery so it's with that with that way with that tool there's also various um um examples such as just re reframing another quick one I'll share is from his TED talk by Dr. Uh, I think it's Alia Crum. It's back in 2014. But she was sharing how they did a research experiment with hotel housekeepers and showing them how to view view their their work. They asked them beforehand, you know, do you feel like you get good exercise? And they measured them on different uh, markers such as weight, blood pressure, body fat, and their satisfaction level of the job. And to their to their amazement, you know, these these ladies are working throughout the day, cleaning room to room, pushing the um, vacuum, cleaning the windows. You know, it's a lot of physical movements going on, but they didn't believe that they were working out. So what instead they showed them, well, actually, you know, when you're vacuuming here, you're losing this amount of calories and they, they showed them a lot more of ways to reframe that actually they are getting benefit they are working out and exceeding the level of you know recommended exercise per day and they checked after i don't remember how many weeks or months but their weight their blood pressure their body fat went down their satisfaction evil even uh increased and all they all they did is really shift how they viewed their work that's mindset. Now on this, lastly, I'd like to touch on physical, physical health. Now, one thing that I found very um, interesting is the more I was practicing meditation and would learn like at a meditation retreat and with mindset started to question like, do I really need to, uh, you know, work out so much or, um, or eat so much food because it's, an external thing. However, 
I do believe it it is also a big compliment to these other ways that really shift and stack odds in a sense to overall improve the experience and and how you respond to situations and show up and be in this state of flow and so there are some physical um things i'd like to touch on a little bit here i know we're um coming close to where we'll get to the meditation um my friend uh that i connected with um through this certification i did has a very very great um supplement guide that dives into his his name is Craig McCloskey and he it's it's honestly just as great if as many um well-known doctors or health coaches and it really dives into certain types of foods or supplements that really will can have a a nice effect and benefit on the body some things that I'll touch on a few that you may have not heard before or would like some more information on such as uh medicinal mushrooms when when usually when it comes to mushrooms we think of either culinary mushrooms or all the way on the other side of the spectrum um um the psychedelics but there's a whole vast array in between that really have can have a lot of uh benefits on the bod- body the gut the brain how the body uh takes the information and stores it that then leads to you know um having more energy thinking a lot clearer so there's one such as the chaga mushroom you might find interesting and look into that's when it's when it's extracted duly um from a water extraction and alcohol it can have f- nearly like 54 times i think as strong of an effect than blueberries and tox antioxidants and it's just a it's it's just a huge immune system booster there's also some that in the evening such like a reishi mushroom which is a great has great adapt uh, adaptogenic properties that really just help put it helps um for me I like it before bed it really just kind of um puts the body in kind of a um how do you just calmer kind of state and improve sleep latency so it helps with uh falling going to sleep better and there's there's many others the last one i would say was probably one of my favorite is lion's mane mushroom and they would you they have studied it it's been clinically proven to help like study patients with um different tbis or um um concussions uh traumatic brain injuries and it actually um enhances the production of new uh neuro neuro growth factor um cells which is essentially like miracle it's like miracle growth for your brain it helps create new cr- connections and again those are just a few to touch on really to shine a light and to begin looking more into these different kind of uh um foods as well as superfoods you may have heard of that really uh you you can add that'll have such a great um benefit with the for the body and they 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 stack they they have such a um a larger degree of 
you know, antioxidants or uh, protein per size of the weight that it has. Um, then there's also things I would highly recommend like intermittent fasting, which is really good for more lon longevity and it increases your secretion of the human growth hormone and contributes to the body composition and by helping with your fat loss and uh, preservation of food and there's there's plenty of studies and uh, research on that as well and different kind of fasting now i know we're kind of um we we began a little bit later and i'd like to close up and kind of conclude and to review we have these different three ways and before I explain the three ways which is the meditation and your tools of transcendence and your mindset and really being able to perceive things differently and also food and physical movement and intermittent fasting all these three ways and you you may have heard different information about them or why it's good for you so really what really what I started and put a majority of focus on is how they benefit one's way of fostering, which is really improving how they experience life, how they respond to situations to really help maintain or focus being in this state of flow. So like Winton, when something arises that is very unanticipated and that also happens various times throughout the day, we know how to respond more innovatively, more creatively, more calmly, collectively, and coolly, that it doesn't phase us. You know, those different ebbs will rise, whether it's, you know, a simple thing on the daily, or to a greater degree, God forbid, that arises. It's, it's there, we, can, we learn from it, and we respond accordingly, or appropriately, to the best of our abilities, and really get back into playing our peace and joining the whole orchestra that uh, God has put together. Um, from there, I'd like to really th uh, thank everyone for listening. Thank you very much for tuning in and listening. I hope this episode brought you some really great value. If you enjoyed any of these episodes or would like to hear more, please leave me a review on Apple or Anchor Podcast. I'm always looking out for topics to learn and talk about, gifts to share, and value to bring to us all. For more updates, please check out solomonezra.wixsite.com slash solomonezra. That's S-O-L-O-M-O-N-E-Z-R-A. That's where you can si also sign up for newsletters, read about blogs, and hear my different podcasts. Take care.